We are joined, because this is a Tech Tuesday, by our tech expert, Carmi Levy. Good morning. Good morning, John. Great to be here. Okay, so let's start with something that's been an ongoing battle for a good long time now, and that is social media outlets um, and, and the idea that they would have to pay for news. And they're just saying, well, fine, we won't pay for it. In which case, Facebook and Instagram, for example, in Canada, you would not be able to share links anymore. I don't, I'm not absolutely convinced we're necessarily impoverished, but I know it's something people like to do. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, you, you used to, if you wanted to advertise anywhere, you used to go to a newspaper, television station, radio station. Well, ever since the advent of big social, big tech, social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that revenue, and Google, of course, all that revenue has kind of shifted over. And so they're generating all sorts of revenue off of content that they're not paying for. They're, you know, media outlets continue to pay the journalists and pay to create the journalism, but the the technology companies aren't making any aren't uh, are are reaping all the rewards, and so Bill C eighteen the Online News Act, which is moving its way through Parliament now, would level the playing field. It's a lot like legislation in Australia that would essentially make these tech companies pay a certain amount back to the media companies in order to carry their 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 material. Which you know kind of makes sense. It keeps newsrooms open. It keeps you and me informed. It keeps uh, you know the the you know, misinformation and disinformation from winning. That's how society works. It's fair. Uh, however, uh, you know the big tech companies not very happy about it. Google, of course, launched uh, a test a couple of months ago. Media went dark for about four percent of Canadians for a few weeks. They were testing to see what it would look like if the bill became law. And now Meta has said they've put together a content blocking team to, to figure out how that would work. So across Facebook and Instagram, they want to put all the technical pieces together. If this bill becomes law, what would it look like on their platforms? Basically, they're rattling sabers. They're not happy with the federal government. They don't like this law. The free ride will be over and they're expressing their displeasure. OK, so the Pixies, a band probably familiar to well a goodly number of people, was never part of the soundtrack of my life. But apparently, they're apologizing for, well, let's listen. Stop. Okay, so why does that merit an apology in the world of tech? Because that stop is causing speakers. So if you have a Google speaker, if you have a Google Assistant on your phone, on your Pixel phone, your Android phone, it's causing speakers to do things. So for example, you set your alarm and, and uh, some users have discovered this. You set your alarm to go off in the morning on your smart speaker and you set it to include a playlist that has this song on it. Well, the alarm goes off, the playlist plays the song, ooh, stop. And guess what? Your alarm turns off. You don't wake up. You go up. back to sleep. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so, so of course, because I've said, hey, Google, I'm sure we have thousands of listeners out there whose, uh, whose speakers have just gone bonkers. Uh, it uses a feature called quick phrases, which means you don't have to say, hey, Google, or okay, Google first before uh, it actually does what, what it says it does. So stop, essentially, just you, you're talking, you say stop it listens. The problem here is there isn't music behind it. We kind of heard it in the song. It's a very sort of strong word. And of course, that tells the speaker, shut everything off. And yet another example of, you know, sometimes maybe it's okay to just have a dumb device. Stop. <laughs> 
great. We're probably <laughs> shutting things down all over town. <laughs> Honestly, it is interesting when we get to these anomalies, though, Carmi, of how people interact. And certainly sometimes I'll be, uh, you know, muttering to myself while I'm preparing dinner and all of a sudden the speaker picks something up. And next thing you know, I'm being read an entry from Wikipedia. It's one of those uh, unintended examples of technology. It really does show that personal assistants, digital assistants like uh, Google Assistant or Siri uh, or Alexa, there I just touched off Siri, are not uh, are not ideal. And there you go. See, I just made, caused the fail as well. Um, but I, mean, I think that's, you know, we need to get technology out into the real world. We don't really understand how it's going to work. Engineers create something, but only once you put it in the hands of millions of people do you realize, not quite perfect, let's tweak it some more. And, that's what I love about technology. You never quite know what to expect. So I guess this is every parent's nightmare, the idea that uh, kids' and babies' webcams can be hacked and used by predators. How's that working? So there's a, there's a site, some researchers from the Internet Watch Foundation did some research. They tested uh, a, a site that's popular with kids. It's called Whereby. And basically, uh, they, they, they use chatbots to uh, replicate the experience of when uh, a perpetrator, a criminal, a sex criminal, uh, tries to reach out to a child online and get them to do things that they probably shouldn't be doing. Uh, and so... They 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 made they realize that there's a weakness in this platform. Parents, if your kids are using this, you got to listen. Um, it makes it easy for a stranger to convince your kid to go visit uh, a website, and that website has code built into it that allows them to run a live stream. So basically, it allows someone to remotely take over your kid's webcam and then have them do whatever on it. So uh, it is, of course, child sexual predators. It's it's they're they're flocking to this platform because they know this vulnerability is in place. Uh, parents uh, never allow, uh, never never let, let your kid use any system uh, of any age without this kind of monitoring or supervision. But this is an example of this particular site is particularly vulnerable to this kind of attack. Uh, and unfortunately, the the numbers are frightening, uh, and uh, the company shows no signs of wanting to make any changes to it. They deny the problem is even there. And why is the EU clashing with Apple? Because uh, EU, the EU, the European Union enacted a mandate uh, last year, basically requiring all companies that sell small electronic devices, smartphones, tablets, laptops, uh, no, you're no longer allowed to have your own proprietary charging and syncing standard. You got to use a USB-C cable and charger. Uh, that means it's, it's good for the earth, less e-waste, cheaper for you and me, which is all great. Apple has been threatening to use uh, a, a proprietary charging standard. In other words, you'll still have to buy a more expensive Apple cable that has circuitry built into it that allows it to charge faster. Uh, the EU is saying, no, Apple, you've got to follow the exact standard. If you don't, we are going to have a problem. Apple isn't saying anything, but the clock is ticking. A new iPhone is coming later this year, the iPhone 15, probably in September. It'll probably have USB-C. And if it has that circuitry, there's going to be a showdown with legislators in the EU. Well, I do like this idea of standardizing charging cables, because when I travel, I end up with like about four different ones. 
Oh yeah, I used to when I travel. I used to have a separate bag just for all of my yeah. cables and and chargers. And so now you just have one USB C for everything. It's incredibly consumer friendly. Apple, of course, never liked it because Apple would love to sell you a lightning cable and charger block and charge you more for the privilege. So Apple is grumbling. They have to go along with it. It means that you and I are all going to be having using USB C soon. Um, but they're still in the background. They're still thinking: Is there an engineering way that we can still make some money off of consumers? And if they try to pull that fast one, uh, Europe's going to have something to say. Carmi, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. Thanks, John. That is our tech expert, Carmi Levy.